Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. We uh, get to continue with the devotionals that we're going through for Trust for Today. And so if you have it in your hot little hands, it's so exciting. And you can turn to July 30th, Alignment. Also, we think that Amazon should have shipped by now. So all of you, if you did order it, you should have it mm-hmm. now. Um, and if you pre-ordered it on Kindle or on iBooks, then it will arrive right there, right there on your phone or huzzah. whatever device, Kindle or iPad. Yes, huzzah. Stone tablet. I, ex- yes. And as a reminder, go into Barnes & Nobles, wherever you are. And, <laughs> and In Tanzania, because they are on every corner. We know that. Yeah, we know, we know there's 11 of them in Tanzania. But just... Let us know by somehow uh, through Carrier Pigeon. Just let us know. <laughs> if you that, find some. Yeah, that your yeah. Barnes & Noble has it because I don't know what, what that would do. What would we no, do? We about just want to know. Yeah, and we would also say something maybe online. Hey, Barnes & Noble has them. Make sure you buy them in Because otherwise Tanzania. we just have to say Barnes & Noble has them. But they don't. Somewhere. Yeah. Period. <laughs> in some of them. So. And, and if we sell in Barnes & Noble, then they will replenish their stock hopefully. That's true. So if, uh, that's that's a little bit of pressure then. If you find them, we probably want you to buy it. So we're just coming out with that. Be prepared. Oops. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going into one called alignment today. And uh, I guess I'll read it. When your steering wheel is crooked while driving straight, your car is likely out of alignment. You may learn to compensate for your wonky drive and do nothing about it. Life is too full of clamoring matters. But when your tires start rapidly wearing out on one side, you'll probably give it attention. Now you've cost yourself some real money. Throughout life, God will give you gentle signs that yours is sliding out of alignment in a given area. These can range from sleeping, rising, eating, working, resting, engaging, and retreating from friends, engaging with God and sharing him, earning money and saving it or giving it. All kinds of areas. Like many, you may think, ah, get to this later. Indeed, later comes but usually with a much higher cost. The beautiful joy of living out of your new identity is you can relax. No need for shame-driven defensiveness. Early on, you can actually accept that this or that area of your life is out of whack. You can enjoy lower-cost, freeing corrections all through your life. And the passage that which Bree will read for us is Mark chapter 6, 31 through 33. Yeah, so Mark 6, 31 through 33. Then because so many people were coming and going, they did not even have a chance to eat. He said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. This was something that the Lord so gently um, showed me this week. I didn't realize that this is what we were going to be talking about today and it was just so perfect. Um, I was just driving in my car and out of nowhere, I, this is something the Lord just showed that when I'm out of alignment, I realize I get really insecure. I overreact. I overthink. I overanalyze. I become so fragile. Um, and I realize that my confidence, that my security, that my foundation is not on Jesus, but on the situation, a person, a place, um, instead of on the Lord who is steady, who's our rock and our foundation. Um, so if a conflict comes up, I, I will overthink, I'll overanalyze instead of just resting in what I know to be true. Um, and even after that, this week, I had a situation where 
there was something, there was conflict. There was um, something that would have, I think, would have made me insecure, would have made me overreact. And instead, I was able just to come back to Jesus and know that that's not where my worth, my value is on, no matter the circumstance. Um, so it was just interesting that this is something this week that the Lord's like, hey, I have something to show you. So good. Yeah. So good. I think one area that I get out of alignment really easily, especially reading that whole list of ways that it can range from different stuff. Um, the one that really stood out to me in this season is resting. Um, I get really out of alignment with how I rest. I'm not a good rester. I like to, I feel like I need to always be doing something, even if I'm sitting on the couch. Um, the multitask of I rest. Gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. The multitask of rest. Um, and it's very hard for me to actually carve out time to actually rest. Um, I will carve out time to be quieter, but I will still be doing something. And um, eventually that always leads to some kind of meltdown uh, freak out where I could have been taking time along the way to rest and to stay aligned in, in that way with what the Lord calls us to those rhythms that he calls us to. Um, and it wouldn't have taken really that much time, but, and then I have this total meltdown that takes up a bunch of time and then I can't be functional for any productivity. And, um, it's just, it can get really frustrating for me. Um, and just a couple weeks ago, I got really frustrated of like, I, I'm 28 and I still don't know this. I've always known that I'm an introvert. I know that I overwork myself and then I crash. And yet I still am doing this. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, and then reading this devotional, I was thinking about how if I can instead approach that through the lens of grace and through yeah. knowing that this isn't about that I'm less than um, or that there's something wrong with me of because I can go that that way of like, how come other people can just keep going and they don't get sick and they don't have crashes and they don't all these things. Um, and, and make it about my worth. And instead, if I can just say, Oh no, I'm, I know that I'm accepted. I know that I'm worthwhile. I know that, um, I'm secure in, in who I am and what Jesus thinks of me. Then I can accept, like it says in there, you can, you can actually accept, um, lower cost freeing corrections. I can accept that this is something I'm weak in and this is something that I'm really need to mature in and want to mature in. And that means that I can acknowledge it. And instead of feeling like I need to hide it or I need yeah. to work past it, yeah, so good. I can, I can say, okay, I, I'm weak in this. I'm get out of alignment really quickly on this. And so can friends see it coming up or, or is it just hit free? Yeah. Oh, David's nodding. Yep. And he's nodding. <laughs> so, so it's, it's something you could trust them in and, and say, they're telling you warning, warning. Yeah. So it's a gradual enough thing. Yeah. So that was just something that I thought about. Yeah. Being cool. out of alignment on often. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely relate. And maybe I am those people that can just keep going because I've had to in the past. Like I remember one year in volleyball, I had walking pneumonia, but I had to keep playing because I got set 65% of the ball. So, like, they needed me, and I just had to keep practicing, playing, and then travel, and then class, and then internship, and studying. So, it's like, well, you got to keep going, and I was too stubborn to not. Um, and so, I'm almost on the flip side of jealous of people that can rest. Like, I'm like, how do you rest? I literally don't know. Like, even watching a movie, I have to be productive and do something on the computer or do something at the same time. Um and then 
eventually I'll get out, out of alignment, but it's it's almost the flip side of I don't look at people that can keep going. I look at people like my husband that can rest. I'm like, wow, how do you do that? You just you just sit there and you don't you're not doing anything at the same time. And you're just like quiet and reflective and wow, like teach me. <laughs> he sometimes has to force me, but yeah. yeah. I like this. It says no need for shame driven defensiveness. I yeah. think that might be the most key line right there because shame does drive us to not want anything to be wrong with us. And it's a stupid kind of arrogance to believe as a human that there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And it's a really great kind of grace to be able to be relaxed when you know that people can accept you when you can admit those things and your life will be better probably for not having all of the shrapnel of all of the dumb things that you do. And so I think there's a, speaking of relaxing, there is a, it's hard to do, but if you can relax some about that you have issues and then you can attune to them with friends, then uh, things really can start to kind of realign uh, as opposed to just driving further into the earth underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can always tell that I'm <clears throat> out of alignment when I'm having arguments in my head, <laughs> imaginary arguments with people <laughs> that are fully formed, eloquent <laughs> defenses of my behavior. I love where you say that, where you always win. <laughs> always, yeah, I always win those arguments. Um, and I, if I can go back three weeks in the past to I can usually identify that at some point somebody's told me that I am failing at something. Um, and that, and then I just slowly start to fall apart to where three weeks later I'm <laughs> <laughs> screaming at people in the shower. Um, I liked what you said about how that is like your grain of sand in the gears. Yeah. Cause it's this like tiny little shift yeah. And then three weeks later, you're like way <laughs> off on a curve of these arguments. But that's yeah. the, I think that's part of the, I don't want to say trick, but that's, that's part of this devotional of the struggle of how do we start realizing those tiny grains of sand that mm-hmm. just slightly tip us. Yeah, but also it's, it's a, I need to maybe not let that be a grain of sand. Like, People should be able to tell me that I'm failing at something and I can know whether that's true or not and take the criticism or let it go and be fine either way. That would be grand. That would be, that would be nice. Yes. And all I can think about this whole time is Sam outside someone's bathroom door just screaming at them <laughs> while they shower. I know she meant the other thing, but <laughs> I, you were wrong. As I said it, I knew you were yeah. going to take it that way. <laughs> well, later on, three yeah. weeks from now, and you feel yeah, like bro. I said you failed, then yeah. don't come in I my home. I have a perfect comeback to this three weeks from now. I'll write it down. <laughs> I think something that's been so helpful for me is I've only done it with my few trusted friends, but asking them of, hey, are there things that I do um, that affect you poorly or because it's never my intention to hurt my friend's feelings or to be rude or to be mean or to be um, over emotional or fragile or insecure about things. So I've asked of, hey, have you seen things in my actions or in my behavior? Um, And sometimes they tell me other times there's not things, but I think asking and giving them permission to speak into that because you may be feeling that way and um, someone may not want to ask because maybe they haven't given permission but giving those trusted friends permission to ask hey how are you doing checking in hey are you all right um i think that's a good check to see when you have those grains of sand if something's just a little bit offset um 
because they know who you are. They see you, they know you, and they know when something's off. And so giving someone permission to ask those questions, to start that conversation is always something I find to be helpful. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to what you're saying last week, Brie, on the convictions one, that when you're asking people and they're helping you form their convictions, when you ask about these things, then they know what your convictions are, which is another way for them to be able to point back to, well, what's important to you, Mm -hmm. what's already, and it's also really important for people to point you back to truth, not to just to their emotions. <laughs> so both those things combined can help to facilitate a community that helps. And just kind of like what Bill said last week, if like when we trust that truth, then we act on it. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully when you find those copies that you're treasure hunting in Barnes and Noble, then you'll just, you'll take yourself a selfie and you'll pretend like you're buying all five yes. and, and then yes. you just, you just need to buy one. That's all we know. expect of you. Hold you up know? all five just, just as though all, you're buying them. Just yes. a huge bundle of them spilling over yeah. with goodness. And yeah, but we're excited. Thank you for being excited with us. So many of you have um, let us know that it's just, it's, yeah. it's a really fun thing to launch a product that we think is going to be an everyday encouragement. We thank you for those of you that listen to the podcast, which is our weekly encouragement. And we remind you that you can encourage us and we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to do so.